Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody out there. What's going on? Dumb Dads. Thanks for listening to another Dumb Dad podcast. I'm Kevin LaFerrier, and I'm a dumb dad. My name is Evan, and I'm a dumb dad. You sure are. Hi, dummy. <laughs> hey, dummy. Cheers. Cheers, bud. What Clink. do we have here? We have a... Hold on, I'm going to drink first. Mm-hmm. Mm. Drink it down. Ooh, that's nice. So this is a beer from a local Los Angeles brewery called mm-hmm. McLeod. McLeod, yeah. McLeod Ale Brewing. Uh, it's a it's an imperial IPA, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is a fancy word for double IPA. In case anybody wants to know the difference between imperial and double, the answer is, in my experience, nothing. Let <laughs> <laughs> well, me write that down really quick. Well, I just... Um, no. When I used to, I used to manage a bar and they used to, I'd look up beers because I would do the beer menu and like this beer would say double IPA and then I'd go into another beer and I would call Imperial IPA. Imperial IPA. And like the difference of percentage, like the percentage is always higher on both. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes them Imperial or doubles, but I don't. Maybe I, it specifically I, has something to do with the dark side of the force. Mm, right? Uh, yeah. Dark side of the hops. That's, a lot, that's a lot of uh, legal issues. <laughs> this, I like this stuff. This is um, this is local. These guys are actually right down the street from me. In Van Nuys, correct? Yeah, in Van, yeah Van Nuys, California. They, uh, they tout themselves as the second largest brewery in Van Nuys. Which like, is so wonderful. Which is a, a very tongue-in-cheek joke because uh, right down the street from them... Well, not down the street, but close and also in Van Nuys, obviously, is the Budweiser Brewery. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because this place is like, this place is a nice, uh, quaint little, they have kind of like two rooms. There's like a dart room you can throw mm-hmm. and then the bar's on one side and they just brew it all right back there. Yeah, it's great. They have like, you know, anywhere from like, I don't know, somewhere around 15 beers. Yeah, something like they that. They make something like that. Maybe. They have guest taps and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but the, the, uh, the Budweiser plant... You can see driving on the 405. I mean, it looks like a nuclear power plant. I mean, it's so big. It looks like they make beer and cars. Yeah, <laughs> and Homer so Simpson might yeah. work there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, no, this is cool. This is a cool little um, We cool went there spot. for your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, you know, drink local. This is uh, 7.5%. That's good. That's good. I like it. Oh, the hops. I like that. They put it right on there. Apollo, Chinook, Summit, Mosaic, Experimental. Oh, my. That's cool. Does it say the IBUs? It um, doesn't say the IBUs. For all the dads out there that don't know what IBU is and you see that on a beer menu, mm-hmm. that's the hoppiness level. Yeah. Lo- About the, how how much of that suck flavor you're going to get, basically. Yeah. yeah, cool stuff. That's some people hate. Cool stuff. So. Yeah, we had my, my, my birthday there. It was fun. Saw a bunch of people. It was um, great. And I'm... And now we're drinking yeah. their beers. Now again, we're drinking their beers again. Two days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, yeah. Uh, so what's going on, pal? Did I say this? Hi, dummy. I think you did. Okay. I yeah. just wanted to make sure. I just really wanted to I want to be you. clear. Make, I really want to make sure that yeah, acknowledge you as a dummy. <laughs> uh, not much. Uh, I, can, uh, I can say that uh, both my kids aren't sick, which Man, is... Uh, can we just take... A moment. I mean, I think... And slow clap that. Uh, both my kids have been sick since the 
Bush Senior presidency. (laughs) And they're only three years and three months, but that is just how we've been living. Born sick. Actually, no, it's the second one. I mean, Lucy's been sick when we she was an only child, mm-hmm. but it was definitely this uh, this game of tennis with their mucus that these kids have been playing. Mucus tennis, yeah. <laughs> they're playing on clay. Well, you know, it's all part of it. Yeah, it's, it's all, all part, part of, of it. it. But yeah, they're not sick, so it's things in the fine are print great, when you sign so. the thing. It's like, do you want to bring this kid home from the hospital? Like, of course, he's beautiful. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't I? It's like a lot of your life's gonna be kind of uh, frustrating. A sign here. Sick. Sick. Sick babies. But no, it, it's been good. I had um, I had my dumb, my dumb dad moment. It's not a big one. It was, but it was a fun one. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a perfect like sitcom, or like you know, like family movie, like just annoying. And it was, um, I was just trying to get Lucy to do something. I think it was the beginning of the day or the end of the day because we give her milk. Twice a day. We give her in the morning uh-huh. and at night. And it's like she wakes up. It's like the first thing she has. A little yeah. while of milk. Same yeah. thing at night before brushing her teeth. That's her thing. And I think I was trying to get her to like go somewhere. I was like, oh, do you want to go? You know, uh, do you want milk? Do you want milk? If you, if you, you get your clothes on, I'm going to give you some milk. Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I was doing that. And I was just like badgering her about it. And she was like, oh, okay. I'll do that. Yeah. And she gets like dressed. And we're like, all right, great. And then she comes up. She's like, well, I want milk. And I was like, well, you, you're going to get to have milk because you got dressed. Let's go get the milk. Because you're going to have milk. I need to preface this with, I usually do the food shopping as the stay-at-home dad. Okay, I see where this is going. Oh, yeah. I went in the fridge and there's, yeah, there's no, no milk. milk. There's no, there's no milk. <laughs> we are. We're out of milk. We've been out of milk. Empty and promises. Empty promises. And I turned it around because I think... Ha-ha, you still got dressed, stupid. And I was like, ha She just ripped her clothes off and went to bed. But I was like... I think I turned it around and I got her orange juice and then, then went to the supermarket and got milk. Like a rock star. Oh, yeah. And That's th- your very next mission. And then that night, Lizzie wants milk? Because I got milk. And she's like, yeah, I want milk. Cool. I'm going to make you some milk while you read books with mommy. They're reading books. I'm making milk. Crack it open. Pour it in. And I don't usually do this, especially not with a new gallon of milk. But I was like, well, give it a smell. It wasn't good milk. <laughs> Really? It's like spoiled, which is so infuriating because the expiration date hasn't come yet. And yes, I'm saying this for the people who are listening to this podcast after it's recorded. Like, <laughs> we could release, let's just say we could release this podcast in, in three weeks and that milk should still be okay. Yeah. And it was, no, yeah, it, was, it was. You just got it from the regular supermarket. Yeah, from my local supermarket. Oh boy, that yeah. cow had something... Like the I get cow it. Was sick. I get it. They mixed cow. up the August cows with the September cows, right? That's how milk works. <laughs> I think so. It's just that milk cow expires and they shoot it, and that's where hamburgers come from. <sighs> I love learning something new every day. This <laughs> is knowledge all over the place. I apologize to anybody whose kids are listening. They're like, "That's how burgers. That's how burgers are made." Yeah, you only get four gallons of milk per cow, and then you make a hamburger out of it. Sometimes it, that's when there's a science. burger shortage is because all these cows are just producing really nice, clean milk. They yep. just got to wait. They're just like, well, man, this one's still going. <laughs> they got to wait. But Some yeah, of them, that was... if you wait long enough, then you can start making cottage cheese. Mm-hmm. So then, mm-hmm. That's tough to get out of there, though. It's, yeah. You need to really. I don't like that visual. No. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not like that picture. I don't want to dive into it. I just kind of just mumbled through it. <laughs> But yeah, so then there was that, and then I, uh, so then we dumped that out, and then this morning um, I went to my trusty Seven Eleven, 
There you go. I just woke up and I was like, I'm getting some, I'm going to get some milk. Which milk. Which is risky because if anybody's going to have expired milk, it's going to be 7-Eleven. Yeah, I think so. Because how often do you go to 7-Eleven to get milk? Like, for emergencies only. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever gotten milk from 7-Eleven. It was good. I've gotten it from, like, uh, the drugstore. It's down the street and it's, like, late and closed and it's like, I think we need some milk. We gotta get some milk. But they usually don't have it in, like, you know, it's not gallons. It's, like, the little travel milk. I don't (laughs) know what you'd call it. Travel (laughs) milk. It's under, like two, it's under two ounces, and you can carry yeah, it. If you're on, on the road, on you're on like, plane. Oh, man, I could use some milk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> F- luggage milk. It's F. It's FAA approved. Yeah. <laughs> um, we can move on if you're ready. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, tell me something. We got we got a reoccurring segment here. You know what it's called? It's called Daddy. Say it with me. I don't want to. Say it with me, Kevin. Daddy. Lie. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Yeah, it's not very good. But it's fun to say. Uh, I have a daddy likes thing that I want to go over here. Now, this is, you said, it's because you brought up traveling, like luggage. This, and this is something that... Segue. Yeah. This is something that we saw. This is exactly probably how people buy this product. This is the, the best marketing for this product is seeing people use this product. We're like the classic... Going through the... This is when we just had Emmett, so just one kid. But we were going through the air, airport with, you know, probably carrying too much stuff around with us or whatever. Right. And we see this, like, family zip past us, like, pulling two luggage, pushing the kid in front of them. The kid's, like, in the car seat on wheels, and it's got, like, a luggage handle on it. Sure. And it was, like, it, like jaws down, drop Like, we probably just dropped all of our luggage and, like... I want that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't remember, I think we asked him or we just started like, you know, vigorously looking it up, what it was. And the one I found, uh, the one we've ordered on Amazon, I'm going to give you the, uh, give us the, the name of this thing. Like, give us the unabridged kind of the URL. Don't give me the bit.ly. <laughs> give me that full URL. Uh, they give me here, um, Go Go Babies. With a Z, so you know it's cool. It's legit. That's kind of the brand name here that they have. But um, Go Go Baby's Travel Mate and that car seat travel stroller for toddler car seats. We have one as well. You have one. We have one, dude. This thing is like ours. Isn't that a though, game ours changer? Ours is the uh, Britex. Yeah, shout okay. out to Britex. Yeah, it's it's such a uh, it's such a uh, it's such a convenient thing to be mowing through the airport with this thing, and like your kid is like the best you know, part is the kid it. loves it. Yeah, I know the kid's like in the car seat, still comfortable from you know whatever you. They don't have to necessarily strap them in, but they're comfortable being strapped in. You're pushing them around like they're a piece of luggage. I mean, well, yeah, because we're also we're also, you know, middle class families, so we're not getting those good plane times. We're like no, 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 no. five a.m. Yeah, five a.m. We gotta be there <laughs> yeah. at three. You know, yeah. and it's like a forty-five minute drive. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, I mean, this thing is like super choice. It's like it's just like a little piece of plastic with two like rollerblade wheels attached to it. Is that kind of what yours looks like? And then, like, it looks like the handle that pops out of luggage, you know? It looks like a tiny hand truck. but it's like... It looks like a tiny little hand truck. That's exactly yeah. right. And you just kind of strap this, like, ratchet thing, like, through the seatbelt loop or the seatbelt passage, you know, on the back of the... Ours is a little different. It's okay. still a little hand truck, but it's got two bars for your, um, your uh, anchors, you know, your... 
the the car anchors that you clip oh. your car seat into. It has those, and that's actually what you clip the seat into. Oh, really? Okay, so that's cool. So it just cool. clips right in there, and then you kick that kid out and go. It's super awesome. It's like, you know, it folds up pretty easy. We just keep, them, keep it in the closet. And so we, we just recently, so now we're going, we're going to uh, Iowa. Yeah. We're oh. coming to you, Iowa. <laughs> we're going to Iowa for a family reunion. And a couple weeks ago, we were like, man, we got to order one of those things now. So we're gonna be we're gonna be just rolling everything through the, <laughs> the airport. That's great. It's gonna be great. Check bags, you know. Check a couple bags, and then we're just pushing two kids. Do you know uh, what I, I did? I, I found this the out the hard way, and this isn't a guarantee for everybody because everybody's got different, you know, toddler car seats. Mm-hmm. But I had it clipped in, and we were just moving, getting through security, doing this thing, and <laughs> we get to the plane. They start boarding, and I'm like, I wonder if i can get through the aisles with this which is a risky move because like it's tight everyone is waiting Ours to get on the tight. plane i made it though yeah. I, was, I was cruising through them between the and it was great because it was this perfect moment of just like unclip threw it in the threw it in the uh on the seat clipped him in we're yep. ready to go you put that thing in the overhead band it fits up there yep with the backpack on top of it or whatever, this thing is super choice, man. I love it. Yeah, it's a huge... It's, I agree. It's a game changer, especially when you have a toddler, and toddler is uh, Latin for wandering idiot. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And in an airport, you don't have time for that. Yeah, and it's like, it, which is totally fine to have, you know, a, you know, a kid be a kid, but when they're just wandering all over the place, and you're yeah, like, this isn't, to get toys, this like, isn't Toys R Us or Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. That's Chuck E. Cheese's logo. Yeah, R.I.P. Toys R Us. Um, I think they came back. Oh, you're right. I think I heard that. Toys R Us is back, guys. I kind of knew that, though. Like, everyone, like, freaked out about the Twinkie, and it's like, somebody's just going to bring it back. It's not like, okay, so as a society, we're all going to confirm, okay, no more Twinkies, right? Okay, no more. It's like, no. It'll be back. Anything, yeah, retro and fun isn't going anywhere. Yeah, your superstars retire, and then they're like, I'll play a little bit longer. (laughs) Nothing can, you know, a Twinkie can't die. Twinkie is the is the Brett Favre of snacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you take pictures of Twinkies and text them to people. Yeah. Um, so this it's your Twinkie uh, is showing. <laughs> it's seven. <laughs> you can make your own failing jokes at home. Uh, it's seventy bucks, which is nice because it's ninety, but on Amazon it's. 70 but it's worth the investment honestly to me to be you know we travel i don't i don't say we're like we're pretty seasoned travelers we don't travel that much we probably go on like four or five flights a year maybe that's pretty well traveled what are you talking about that's a lot of flights four or five flights no maybe not that much maybe like three three or four but still i guess that's That's you know six listen man you gotta go through lax (laughs) you (laughs) once Pick yourself up one of these things. Oh, yeah. Toss it in the trash on the way out. It's worth 70 bucks. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. So, anyway, yeah. Daddy. Daddy likes. Ah. Daddy likes this product. Hates this title. Well, yep. To the segment. But it's not going to go anywhere. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's so awful, it's good. Yeah. That's it's circles. Kind of it circles back. The circle of. We can't get sued for that. Disgusting titles. Um, so yeah, man, I, that's, I, I can't recommend it enough. I'm sure I'm, I'm now you I feel like you recommended like, it enough. Eh, well, <laughs> I could, I guess I, I like, could recommend it enough. I feel like, like that was 20 enough. 20 minutes is enough. Yeah. That's plenty. 
You didn't uh, go into a wheel color or anything. <laughs> so let's move on to what we're going to talk about this week. We are going to talk about something very important for uh, kiddos, I think. Brushing your tongue. No, what? <laughs> it's hard to do without gagging. Sure. Uh, chores. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, looming chores discussion. I only say that because like kids cannot stand chores. Well, can you, I, I can't stand chores. Can either. your kids not? Can your kid not stand chores? Is he already at that age? He, well, I can think that's kind of the thing. We've been kind of discussing it a lot because um, cleaning and stuff is still fun to my daughter. But yeah, she's three. We're still in that. Um, he's four and a half. I think we're still in that. We're still in that mode of like, hey man, can you help me with something? And he's like, yeah. What? Because he wants to, you know. Do something with mom or do something with dad, which is super awesome. I gotta take out the trash. Are you serious? And you're asking me? Okay. I mean, chores are when I think the kid is definitely, you know, I don't, you know, he can he can be left alone. And he's okay, um, not home alone. But I just mean in his room or whatever, you know. But yeah. At the same time, like to manage his own time and everything, I think it's better. I think that's what we're thinking. It's better to maybe start now. S- simple things, little things. Sure. Um. Like, you know, mowing the lawn or, like, changing the oil in the car. Just, like, little things little that shouldn't things take that long. Little things. It's like, come on, buddy. You know how to pull a ripcord. Yeah, exactly. Is that what it's called? I don't know. For a parachute. Huh? Right. What's it called on a lawnmower? Starter cord. Is that just it? I don't know. Oh, okay. Dumb dad. Dumb dad. <laughs> uh... Yeah, so we've been talking about it a lot lately. I think maybe it'd just be better to even just introduce little things now because mm-hmm. um, this, I'll shout these guys out, this uh, fatherly.com. We follow them on our... Uh, I love fatherly. Yeah, fatherly's awesome. We follow them on our IG as well. That's short for Instagram. For oh, all cool. You, yeah, uh, no, I know, yeah. For all you dummies out there. Um, and this article is really cool. It's talking about... Let me see. I'll read you the name of the article because you guys want to look it up. Um... Kids who do chores are more likely to be successful. Here's why. Children who help out at home grow up to be happy, healthy, successful adults when parents dole out the work in the right fashion. I think that's the key, too, in the right fashion, just treating it like this is something we do. This is, you know, this is what we're going to do, and you just got to get it done. Sure. Um, uh, real quick, are... it's called a starter rope. <laughs> did you really just look it up? Of course I did. <laughs> a starter rope? It's on the internet. Yeah, internet factual. I've never been lied to on the internet. No, <laughs> how could you possibly be lied to? You can't post something on the internet if it's not true. I, you know, you can buy Abe Lincoln's teeth. It it says it on the internet. It's got to be true. <laughs> how many did he have? Six. <laughs> Are they just reselling them? Mm-hmm. That's what my question. Do they come in like a little plastic box, like a little? They come in them? a commemorative case. <laughs> Right next to a penny. Yeah. For reference, in case you go, <laughs> yeah. whose teeth are those? Right. This guy's. Coincidentally enough, they're worth this much. Um, anyway, so let's get back to this. Let's get back to this. This is like a, this is a 20-year-old study they've been really working on, and it's like talking about how your kids are like way more likely to be involved with going to Harvard and Stanford and like really crazy good schools. If they have chores. If they start doing chores, and then you just build that into their MO from an early age. I agree with that. I think so. I mean, Not letting just... them coast by on life. <laughs> yeah. Kids who do chores are happier because it feels good to make meaningful contributions to the family. Mm-hmm. Chores are an important part of adulthood. Now, see, that's where I disagree. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I was, I was yeah, really like, excited uh, to hear your argument. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. So did you did you do chores as a kid? I mean, did you have like um? So it's funny you say that. that. I just found this out uh, like a year, less than a year ago. So my chore was always um, garbage and recycling. I had, um, I think the recycling came on Friday, so Thursday night I was responsible for like bringing you know, recycling out. I had to make sure the recycling was organized and, you know, just make sure it was like, because we had like a, um, here in uh, L.A., everybody who has a house has like uh, a big bin for the garbage and a big like garbage bin, like barrels, you know, right. you just, with lids. You toss it all in there. And, and like, one and is garbage, they, one is recycling, and one is actually just landscaping. Or and um, yeah, well, they go, and they go through them too. Like they, they'll tell you, they even go through the. I think they go through the sort of through the garbage and the recycling to make sure that right. They yeah, do. Yeah. So you like every everybody has their separate bins, but um, mm-hmm. growing up, I had like literally like um, I'm not describing this well on a podcast. I think I know what you're talking about like three stackable bins, and you put like cans, bottles, and paper or something like that. Uh, we just had the one bin uh, oh. growing up in Massachusetts, um, where it was just it was an open bin like, uh, like a crate, like an open okay, crate. Yeah. And that was what you put all your recycling, and then we had garbage barrels that you just you provided yourself, and then the garbage man would take that. Uh, you go buy your own. Yeah, you just have your own garbage <laughs> barrel. They don't care. I think people could just leave bags out on the street, but uh, <laughs> oh, man. raccoons are they're real mischievous. 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 So you gotta you gotta have some good <clears throat> hefty, you spend, hefty bags. You gotta spend some money on garbage bags. <laughs> you gotta have hefty bags. On garbage barrels. But we had these like open like crates for uh, recycling out here. It's different, and you have the uh, the thing. So every I'd be in charge of it not overflowing in my house. Like if it was, I was funny. Yeah. It's funny. I'd fold up uh, the. This card- is your station. I would fold up the cardboard and put it in the sides to make the walls higher, so that like you could stack more <laughs> recycling and stuff. Okay, the guys. This is my station over here. It was my station. Kevin's in charge. So that was my thing for years. My um, uh, my. My brother, I'm the youngest, so my brother who's older than me, Stephen, um, who we will have on this podcast. Nah, I don't think Very so anymore. Slim. Okay, never, uh, cut, cut this out. <laughs> and he was in charge of laundry, and then my uh, oldest brother was in charge of, I believe it was bathrooms, like cleaning the bathrooms. Whoa, raw deal. With three boys? It wasn't that bad. Um, you didn't clean the bathroom. I think he had just the one bathroom. So we had we had two bathrooms, and the one downstairs was my dad's. I think he was in charge of that one. I don't remember. I could be getting that part wrong. But <laughs> what was funny is like for me that was always my chore growing up, and that was fine. Just garbage, and it was like whatever. And they got you get really just it's not a hard job, but you mm-hmm. know, like I told you, being able to stack up, make new walls. Like I got real good at it. Yeah, crafty, I was really good crafty. at crafty. Oh yeah. And I didn't find out until like a year or so ago that my brother, Stephen, told me that apparently the whole thing was it started, garbage was um, the bottom rung. And you did that. And if you did it well enough for long enough, you could move up to the next rung. Next rung is, uh, is laundry. And I'm assuming once you get to a point, I don't know, you don't have to do chores anymore. I don't remember what the goal was. But apparently Stephen kept screwing up laundry that he never got to graduate to the next level. So in terms of, like, That's graduation, I was stuck in garbage forever. Oh, because he couldn't get his he couldn't, it together. He couldn't get it together. <laughs> That's, all. That's why we wore so much pink in our family. <laughs> oh, my socks never matched. But what's funny is I didn't know that. I just thought we had set chores. You I didn't know there was... killing a... the laundry game. I thought I was killing the garbage game. Oh, the garbage game. game, yeah. I had no idea there was upgrades, which... <laughs> To be honest, I think that that system is a little bit flawed. Because if you think about it, if the goal is cleaning the bathrooms versus... 
Yeah, it's flipped, man. Doing trash. I'm gonna every every other month. I'm just gonna cut a garbage bag open and just like let it. Yeah. Like, oh, seep and out like and drag it out to the. Oh, yeah. oh whoops! Oh, Dad dude. doesn't. Kevin uh, doesn't know what he's doing. Dumb kid. Dumb kid. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> I mean, we did. A, we did have a couple times where like the lid got popped open by uh, raccoons and they did tear it apart, and it was like that's part of the job. Raccoons are nasty, man. Oh, I didn't have to deal with a raccoon. My dad wasn't like, Kevin's raccoons, go take care of them. It's your no, chore. No, no, no. I'm just saying, Kevin, uh, uh, yeah, raccoons are nasty. They're No smart, one thinks scary. they're nice. They're really scary. I saw Incredibles, too. I know how bad they can be. I, uh, they, they used to climb the tree, like, at the front of my mom and dad's house. There was, like, a tree, like, right by the front porch. It went okay. up to the second story of the house. Yep. And uh, I remember one time they were, like, Kids, come in here. We were probably, I was probably like 16 or something like that. And we go into my mom and dad's room and they're right on the, they're out their window looking onto the, looking onto the roof. There's like three raccoons. Two of them are just humping each other. And the other one's just looking in the window like, it's not a free show, guys. <laughs> I mean, they were like within two feet of the window. They're just right there. We're looking at them. They're looking at us like, can we help you? I bet if you zoomed in, you'd notice that raccoon had a small camera and was just filming a raccoon porn. Yeah, maybe. Like, our sound equipment isn't working out here. Do you guys have any batteries? <laughs> it was so weird. But then also, like, I mean, they, they kill dogs. They're, they're scary. Yeah, they're nightmares. They're, they're nightmares. Yeah. I've never had to... Kill a raccoon? Deal with one. I did have one moment where it was really terrifying recently where I was walking my dog and there was... Something shifty going on in the neighborhood with crime. So I, at the end, (laughs) there was like people walking around um, robbing people at gunpoint in my neighborhood for a while. Um, Oh, fun. Yeah, at night. So I'd walk my dog in the back. I'm in an apartment building. So I'd walk my dog in the back where it's gated at night. So just like a little area, just go pee and we'll go back upstairs. And then it was one time, he's like, he's going to the bathroom. I'm tired. It's probably like midnight. I just hear like a rustling. I'm right next to a tree. And I'm just like, my brain, I'm, I'm an idiot because it's nighttime. And when have you ever seen a squirrel at night? Never. For the most part. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't think I've seen him. So, I, but I look up and go, oh, there's a squirrel in the tree probably. And I look, I'm right next to this tree. <laughs> that's probably a squirrel. And just right around the corner of the tree just pops a raccoon just staring at me. And it was, the best thing ever was that my dog didn't see because he would have lost his mind. And I just remember being like, I'm sorry, we've peed on your tree. Okay. Let's slowly back away. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, okay, really quick, one more raccoon story. So I want to get back to doing chores, but I have to tell this story. Who cares about chores? We're talking about raccoons. Our lane, uh, we used to have a dog, and uh, Katie and I did. And when we were living in L.A., we were living in it over in Sherman Oaks. Let's preface it with and the raccoon didn't kill the dog. Raccoon didn't kill the dog. <laughs> Tried. She's back going. One more we, raccoon story. I used to have a dog. She's very and I'm very good little doggy. Yeah. And she could, you know, we would go outside like late eleven o'clock or something yeah. like that outside of the bathroom. We didn't put a leash on her. She would just run along and go out and come back with us. You know, she'd always stay close. And if you called her, she she's a good little dog. So when it's late, you know, it's like it's just a quick little bathroom trip out yeah. the front gate and come back. She would always like when we came back into the gate into the apartment complex. Yeah, she would always run ahead of us. She ran ahead of us. And we were like, come on, come back here, Ellie, come back here. And she wasn't coming come back. Come on, what are you doing? 
that's how we would call her. She'd yeah, just no, kind of run to come running back, goofing around, you know. Yeah. And it was again, it was like probably eleven o'clock or something like that. And the she was like wasn't coming back over to us. And we're like, come on, come on. And we get closer and notice she is like nose to nose with a raccoon. Like they're both just like staring each other down about like three feet from each other. And it was a good hefty size raccoon. And knowing how scary they are, we were like, this isn't good. And so it's also like summertime in California. I was in like a t-shirt, shorts, and flip-flops. This is why I hate flip-flops. I have many reasons why I hate flip-flops. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my wife knows how didn't really know what to do. We were like really in in that moment, you know, so my, my wife is like screaming to, for her to get away. I'm, we're trying to yell at Ellie to just come to, come to us, come to us, come to us. We didn't re- we didn't realize until she made a noise and they made a noise that it had like three babies on the fence. So Ellie is like, get away from my mom and dad. The raccoon is like, get away from my children. And there was like a moment there when we got about 10 feet away and then boom, they went at it and they started fighting. And the raccoon had a hold of her, like hindsight. And they're like, I mean, it's like a straight dog fight now at this point, yeah. you know. And the raccoon had a hold of her. They're spinning around and everything. And like Katie's like screaming. We didn't know what to. I don't even know what to do. You know, at one point we're like yelling yeah. for it for Ellie to like come back or or run or something. You know, and Ellie spun it off of her, and it kind of like did this like two spins like on the cement and like righted itself and looked at her, and took like two steps towards her and I I instinctively stomped the ground in front of it and it startled it and then I kicked it in the face as hard as I could and it spun like 15 feet away from me. I almost kicked it into the pool. <laughs> and then we all ran upstairs and it ran away making a bunch of like, it was like swearing at me, got on the fence and they all ran away. It was so scary. <laughs> and we get inside and she, she had like deep cuts. I mean... On her hindquarters, on her, like, little doggy ankle. I mean, like, down to the bone almost. And so, called the, like, 24-hour vet. And she was fine after that. She ended up having to go get some stitches and yeah, everything. And they sure. tested her and everybody was like, it was horrifying. It was, it was so scary. I mean, I I punted that motherfucker so hard in the face. <laughs> you, you kicked a mother in the face in front of her, her three children. Yeah, well, she was messing with my child at that <sighs> yeah. point. We didn't have children. That's what we had. And it was, yeah, scary. Okay, anyway, I let me insert there, but that was like, that was my... So, did you have chores? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I was a raccoon wrangler. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had chores. I did the uh, dishes. Actually, you know, I think when we were kids, we like rotated. We rotated. There wasn't, 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 wasn't re- a hierarchy of chores. It was I remember like, doing rotate. dusting and polishing, and I loved that job, actually. Yeah. Which I think I still do, and I think that's residual. Like, I love cleaning shelves. <laughs> yeah, we, I did... We had a laundry room, and we had three kids, um, and my mom and dad, so we had a, a lot of laundry, obviously, all the time. I mean, we already have a lot of laundry now with two little kids. That's so just it's, forever. It's never, it's never going to stop. Uh, we had a laundry room, and down the, sort of like our um, den, I guess, sort of, like because we're near the garage. And I remember my, we would just, it was like we would do the laundry and just like pull it out onto the floor, and like do laundry and pull it out on the floor, and there'd be like a huge pile of clothes oh, in there, yeah, and then like your job that. is to like organize it, you know, I like mom, dad stuff, mom stuff, and everything. But we lived in Washington, and there was always, like, wolf spiders that would, like, hang out in there yeah. under their clothes or whatever. Was, yeah. So, like, once in a while, once every couple of weeks, you'd have, like, a huge spider would, like, crawl out from under something you'd grab. It was horrifying. Um, but we, so we did laundry, and we did, and then I did the dishes, and then I can't remember what something else. I mean, I'm standard 
uh, probably bathrooms or something like that. Or I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think we were probably responsible for doing our own bathroom and that was kind of standard because we had something that was like clean your room. That's not really a chore. That's kind of a responsibility, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, yeah, um, that's not a chore. At least that's kind of how we'll go at it here, too. That's like, not a chore. Put your stuff away, you know, keep your room clean um, <laughs> and your bathroom clean. <laughs> but I think those aren't really chores as much as they are like, that's, you know, keep the bathroom clean, you know. Um, but chores, I think, can be... And I think that's what this this article is going on a little bit about that too. It's like something that helps the family. Yeah. Right. Um, and I liked here that it says one of the bullet points is let them know that their contributions are meaningful. And I think that might be hard now for with a little four year old, but I mean that'll grow into when he's ten and she's ten, you know, and doing like meaningful stuff chores will really help the family. And that can be help something. In that, I mean, I think it could be also helping doing grocery shopping later on and things like that. But just teaching them that they can do things by themselves, I think it's going to be really important later on. Yeah, but I feel like your takeaway from this is do all, do everything this article tells you and your kid's going to Harvard. Yeah, you I also am starting the application thought, process already. <laughs> you haven't thought for a second how much Harvard is. No, no, no. I want my daughter to They're going to get a full ride. Middle of the road... Yeah. Affordable college level intelligence. Uh, this is like, <laughs> no, full ride, man. Look at the chores I've done over my lifetime. <laughs> I want to be one of those Facebook articles where it's like, this five-year-old is selling lemonade to go to college. And then there's that fight of people going, good for him, learning responsibility and everybody else being like, capitalism is killing us. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a pretty standard... Um, and, and guess what? You're both... Right. You have a respectable 3.2 GPA. I see that you volunteered for 10 hours this year. Um, I just don't know that you're quite Ivy League material. You, say, you guys got a dishwasher around here? It says on your, uh, it says on your uh, application that you do the laundry in the family, but I can't, I can't unsee that crease in your shirt right now. So that's the level of folding. <laughs> I can't imagine how that could possibly. That you bring <laughs> We don't know how Harvard works. We're non-college educated, <laughs> dumb dads. That's the thing, too. We had chores when we were kids, but um, something strikes me about this. My bank account tells me that I didn't do chores. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Did you have but, an allowance off your chores? We did. Yes. How much? Oh, man. I don't remember. I think it was five bucks a week. Yeah, it was something around five, there. I think we had five bucks a week. A couple bucks a week or something. But at the same time, like... I was so I remember even if it was, miserly as a kid, man. I saved up that money. Even if I didn't... Even if it was even yeah. even lower than five bucks a week, I don't remember. It might, you know, five or six bucks a week. I something had, around there. But, like, I don't know what that... Ev- I still don't know what that value is then, still. I saved that... You know, like, I don't know how much five bucks is when I... I was so good at saving know. money. And the best part of being the youngest is you wait for your impulsive brothers to pull the trigger on things. And then you got all the coin. I remember they spent, uh, the two older brothers joined forces and spent money on a Super Nintendo. Guess who didn't go in on that? Me. Guess who got Guess to play got a to Super play Nintendo? <laughs> Me. <laughs> that was a big deal for them. I still had a flush bank account and I got to play <laughs> Super Mario World. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Oh, awesome job, guys. Yeah. Oh, wow. I wish I could. Hey, when I'm done with my money counter, can I play yeah. a little bit? Cool. Hold on. Thing. I'm using the coin sorter. <laughs> I'm Scrooge McDuck, mother. Scrooge McDuck over here with my coins. That's fantastic. Yeah, so I think uh, my takeaway from this is just that I, I think it will really build. And it just builds. It's another good way to build work ethic, another good way to build um, confidence that they can do things themselves. 
Um, and so I think, yeah, we'll start something to start thinking about. Even just something very small, yeah. you know. He does, he does a pretty good job of doing, like, you know, can you please go put your dish away in the kitchen? Not a chore, but, like, an act, and something to remember mm-hmm. to do. Be responsible for your own actions in a way, small things like that. Um, so, yeah, I'd like that... I would say, yeah, give Fatherly a follow out there. All the all you dummies out there, give Fatherly a little uh, a follow, either on Instagram or their, their website. It's got a bunch of information. Fatherly's great. They have a... They, I love the stuff that they, they post. Like, um, they, only they post, post anything from, like, little stories from, uh, you know, this dad hadn't seen his son or something like that, you know, from being away or uh, to, like... I think they I think they posted something about, like, how excited LeBron was. LeBron James is, like, his son. Like, yeah. you see that this week? He, like... His son like ended one of his like high school games like dunked a basketball and like LeBron looked like he had never played basketball before and it's the first time he ever saw somebody dunk a ball. I mean, yeah. so excited! It, it was pretty awesome. That's the best. But I just love those. They they do a lot of cool. I think like inspirational posts like that. So uh, yeah, give them. That's just a just a shout out from us to follow you. But it's a good follow. If you want to cry, follow Fatherly. If you want to laugh at idiots, follow us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to cry, speaking of which, if you, want to things, if you want to find out things that daddy is like, oh, that was a bad one. Speaking of dumb dads, uh, before we get to, well, let's do the dumb dad joke. Do you have a dumb dad joke? I do. I'm going to get it here for you. All right. Well, while you do, I just want to remind everybody if you guys have uh, anything you want to email us about, email us at dummies at the dumb dad.com. Uh, follow us on said social media as we're saying follow fatherly. Follow us first. Follow a lot of things. Fatherly has a lot of followers. So if you're only allowed, (laughs) if your allowance is that you can follow one person after doing your chores, that's a weird allowance to have parents. But we know how to spend it. If you want to spend it right, follow at Dumb Dad Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Just want to thank uh, Verdu Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. Thanks, buddy, for the tunes, the beats, the, the rockin' music, the... Hip, the hip hops at the beginning of this. Oh man! The uh, the tunes. Stop digging. The uh, the bouncy tadpoles. Stop digging. Um, I can't see you. You're so far down there. The uh, the fun jazz at the beginning. Kevin, I'm gonna throw you a rope. The uh, hang yourself with it. The 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 toe tapping music at the beginning. I like that one. <laughs> Found uh, it. Done. I think I it, they at Verdue. Before we go to the joke, I think that's something. For, I I love following. I mean, of course, we follow uh, inspirational dads and dad accounts on Instagram. But I think that's a. It's fun to like go through those and see like a daily reminder. Like, oh, I've never thought about that before, or I've never done that before, or tried that before, or anything like that. And it's just like little ways for you to, you know, less of a here's how to be a dad, more along the lines of like, hey, we're all you know, we're all dads out there just trying to have fun. Oh, that's what this is. But this is, uh, yeah, this is exactly what this is, you know, and it's just, I mean, be prepared to learn something new every day, try something new every day. It's but, fun. I mean, there's a lot of good follows out there. Maybe we should, we should try to shout out more um, accounts or or uh, websites to follow just because, you know. Deal. Deal. Uh, I'll give you a joke. Please. You ready? Here it is. What did the zero say to the eight? C and seven. Mm-mm. Oh. Nice belt. Huh. There it is right there. There it is. There it is right there. Bye. Bye.
to the world, little one. Welcome to life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.